ride those those snowmobiles, right? Yeah. Snowmobiles were a big thing. Did you call them something different? Because I'm from I'm from the desert of California, so we're just like, yeah, snowmobiles. <laughs> no, a, that's it's a mobile <laughs> in the snow. No, that's it. But you guys have cool little names. Yeah, we uh, my mom, uh, my dad. No, my mom. She would never jump on a snowmobile. But uh, my dad was. Uh, we named them just after the the manufacturers or what they were. Like we had a um. Uh, yeah, Yamamoto, not a Yamamoto. That's a that's a person. Yamaha. Yamaha. Thank you. I was like Yamaha. Is <laughs> yeah. We, we was well, it just standard like motorcycles? Yamaha, Kawasaki. Yeah. Honda. No. Well, there's uh, it was the Yamaha, and then that one was the shittier one because it was it was newer, but it wasn't. Um, it, my dad got it for like super cheap, uh, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'd rather have two, so that we're all not all taking turns on one." Because the family got up to like five people at one point, so he was like, "Jesus Christ! Like we need one more." Uh, but the big one that Dad always laughed at every year he had to repair. But this thing could fucking fly. We was called it, it the Wildcat or something. Yeah, it, we called it the Cat. It was a Wildcat. That one, I think that one could go so fast. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, it was a Wildcat. Sorry, it was a Bobcat. Is what it was. Okay, dude, I was like, "There's no shot that yeah. I just hit the nail on the damn no. head right there." <laughs> no, but it was a Bobcat, and it was uh, Dad would always call it the cat, and he uh, the, every year he fucking turns it on. It uh, uh, to give this man the credit after the copious amounts of work he put on it, then it turns on. Then he'd look at me and go, "Listen to that baby purr," and I'm like, "God, damn, every time, Dad, every time." That, that Joe yeah, yeah he time. has to be able to have it. Has to be able to have it. <laughs> yeah, dude, he earns it every year. But you guys didn't call him anything like like snow slingers or something like that. Not Bro, that I know. Pop of. on that snow slinger over there. <laughs> not, not that I know. Oh man, I wasn't... I'm getting on that tired treader. <laughs> they might. I I was a I was a, a child in the game, and I very much just kind of came in, had fun for a weekend, and dipped out. So I wasn't. Like there was like the big, um, like there was like the racing, and then the uh, the people would have like a show. There was shows. racing for it. Oh yeah, yeah. On the uh, on the ice, you wait for the ice to freeze over on the lake. Was it was it hard. regulated racing, or was it just a bunch of people getting uh, together? You got doing both. It? Okay. Yeah, you got regulated racing, and then there was also the we do have the husky races, we do have sled racing, um, and then there was uh, snowmobile racing, uh, and then there was just a bunch of people just doing it uh, on the lake in general. Were there a group of kids that were, they were the snowmobile kids at school? <laughs> Not my, so I didn't go to school with snow, like Gloucester didn't have snowmobiles. Like we, I think we had like one person who had one, but no, Matt, New Hampshire had it. So my dad, I never went to school in New Hampshire, but there was probably, my little brother is probably a snowmobile kid. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Yeah. So. Because in my head, I'm just, the analogous for me is dirt bikes. I used oh, to dirt yeah. bike, and then there were, but it was just for fun. Yeah, and I had not a, I had not like a crazy powerful dirt bike. Yeah, at a four stroke. <laughs> back when four stroke was, I mean, this I don't know if you were in dirt bikes. Back when everyone wanted a two stroke. Yeah, and two stroke was the big dick. Yeah, I had the four stroke. I was okay. good with it. There was no problems. It was just reliable. Okay. Nowadays, people go for four-stroke. Well, I guess I don't even know nowadays specifically. Mm. It switched over to four-stroke for racing and everything for a while. But I would dirt bike, and then there were the dirt bike kits. (laughs) Whose lives revolved around dirt biking. Who they would walk around school and go, Oh, yeah. To each other. Yep. So I was just wondering if there were those type of kids. 
There were, uh, but for the snow, because you guys, you guys weren't going around in different different <laughs> sand types. Like we would have discussions yeah. about the different areas. There was a place called Wagon Wheel that we would uh, ride our motorcycles out, mm-hmm. at, and you would talk about the different areas around the desert. It was like, oh, that's some good sand right there. That's a good place to be going. But if you want to go over there, you want to get some paddle tires on because you're gonna have a hard time. Yeah, there was uh, there were kids like that, but I think you also might have had kids like this as well. I just had racing kids in my in my high school. Yeah, kids just went like the amount of times that like you'd hear them talking about like all these massive races they do every night, and I'm like, dude, where the fuck? These are illegal, aren't they? Like, how do you guys get oh, away? Car with races? Yeah, car races. Yeah, these guys went hard every fucking night. That's all you would oh, hear yeah. talk about in school. Uh, and we they couldn't would, do that. They would do the the sound effects, which really killed me when you just did them. Like they like they'd be like, uh, one dude would always be like, he'd be like, dude, you sucked so bad last night. I'd be like, dude, I was doing, you know, I I did this one thing. He'd be like, I know what you were trying to do, but your car sounded so stupid. It was like, gung, 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 gung. it was so. Stu-. I'm like sitting there like, what. What do I, what is it, how do, if you're not into cars that in depth, what do I do with any of this info? I'm just going to sit over here and listen to you guys go off for a while. Yeah, the best part is they don't sound anything like the cars when they're doing those noises. <laughs> Your car went like, ring, ding, 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 ding. What, dude, what was he, what was he riding? <laughs> was he on a bicycle that was powered by the balls you tossed to sea lions? <laughs> what was going on there? Yeah, dude. I always uh, then they were always talking about gas and stuff like that. Had like they were all big about um, because they were trying to be serious about it. The uh, how like you have to have the perfect amount of gas in your car because it would weigh you down, and then but it also needs to get you there and a little bit to the next gas station. Dude, that sounds like that sounds like a that sounds like a poor man's racing game. Right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's just how I live my life right now. <laughs> I need the exact amount of gas that can make it there and no more. Yeah, maybe if I'm splurging, maybe a little bit to the next gas station. That'd be My cool. idea is that the next time I get gas, it'll be cheaper. So <laughs> yeah. I splash dash and I'm hoping that it's cheaper the next time I get there. Is that how you do gas? Because I Linda uh Linda, my fiance, she she fills every time she goes to the gas station. I haven't filled my gas tank yeah. in years. Oh yeah. I have not filled it to full in years. Even when I wasn't like, I'm not like doing poorly, like I'm doing okay, but I still have never been like, fill her up. I have a set amount. Yeah. I oh. usually do $20. Okay. That's a solid one. Recently, I've had to do 30 <sighs> to get half a tank. Yeah. I've had to go for 30 to get half a tank and I just sit there staring at it. Like I'm very angry. Yeah. You can't get mad at teller. No. You it's, can't yeah. walk up to the gas person and be like, hey. <laughs> what are you doing? Change that from a four to a three, please. Yeah. There is there is a, a new gas station just popped up nearby. So there's three gas stations in, a two, in two blocks on the same road. Yeah. Go and buy them. One of the gas stations is, is 60 cents more expensive Damn. than the others. And I have no idea why. The only reason I can think is that it is literally... 35 steps away from an on-ramp to yeah. a freeway. I think, yeah, I see that. And that's a lot of the times you're close to the freeway, you keep looking down at your gas tank, mm-hmm. and you're like, oof, you know what? Oh, damn it. Yep. Oh, I have to stop in. Or you're you're, you're coming, uh, you're going on to the on-ramp, and you're like, oh, can I, uh, no, I need to get gas before I hit the on-ramp. Okay, fine. Yep. It's never a good, that's never like a, 
I think I'll get gas. Mindset. Yeah, imagine that. You're already pissed. You're already like, oh, no. And then you look up at the thing that says how much the gas is. <sighs> five, 520. What? Yeah. The worst thing is like when you get it and then you're like, whatever, I'll just get gas. And then you're driving. And then as you're driving, you see cheaper gas. You're like, Fuck oh, yeah, that Christ. one's rough. That one's rough. I got one that was 525 or something like that. And then a few blocks later, it said 499. <sighs> like, you're kidding me. That one went <laughs> under five. Yeah, that one was under five. Yeah. I might as well just get a motorcycle. Yeah. I know how to ride one. Do you? I used to ride motorcycles. Oh, yeah. I, well, well I, I'm terrified of riding one on a on a road. I was going to say, I had a moped for a while, and I can't stand even, like, I know motorcycles have more power to them. Can't stand being that vulnerable on the road. It really made me feel super uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrified. I feel like you're more maneuverable, though. You're vulnerable, but you're more maneuverable. Yeah, maybe it feels different in a, a car, motorcycle. In a car, you can, you'll, you're, you, if you're getting hit, you're getting hit. Yeah. In a motorcycle, I feel like you can, you can dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, you can make your way around things. Yeah, would you? Uh, would you go for uh, handlebars or like big ass handlebar? Well, oh, uh, dude, I was like, yeah, handlebars. <laughs> yeah, would you have handlebars on, on your? Motorcycle? I don't know if I. Or would you let God take the wheel, dude? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, dude, I'm not just. I'm not just going out there and being like, my body weight shifts will make this work. <laughs> no, I'm not doing some kind of some kind of low rider weird. <laughs> <laughs> chopper bro i'm dude, not doing that those. what are the gorilla handlebars yeah dude heck no how do you even turn the, those like when you like fully turn like you no, look just it's insane yeah you just do you, it's small movements yeah because they're so big the smaller the movements the better they do look pretty ch- like chilling when i see them on them i think they look stupid <laughs> they look so dumb yeah I used to watch the West Coast is West Coast Customs. Yeah, did you watch that. Yes, yes. The I best did. part is those people. They're they were the Tuttles. Mm. Oh, that was the family. They were the Tuttles. T U T T L E. And people were like, "Are you related?" Yeah. Like, not even close. <laughs> yeah. They're not even close to spelled the same. <laughs> like, what? Anyone who has similar letters in their last name are family. I would have been the guy to look at you. But also, they're. Millionaires. <laughs> you think I'm sitting here in Walmart clothes <laughs> when good old Tuttle over there yeah. has a m- millions of dollars and is selling the most expensive bikes in America? Yeah. No. And they were in like Ohio. Yeah. Or something. Yep. What? Dude, I love those. I remember that, that was another one of those things like in New Hampshire. Someone was just like, if you ever like go into a, someone's house, there's like three or four things you could hear or you could bet that they're watching. One, Joe Dirt, probably on. Or uh, always on. Uh, uh, Customs or what some if, car yeah, show. I don't think it was West Coast Customs. Looking back on it, I think I was very wrong in what I said. I can't remember. West uh, Coast Customs is the people who did Pimp My Ride, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't. Whoever I, the I total guys are, because they had C's in it. I remember their logo had yeah. C's to make and what, the bike. And they're it's not Hulk Hogan, right? No, they're they're, they're the, the. Oh, it's not Hulk Hogan. The no, dad yeah, with the, the handlebar dad. mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he lo- he had the mustache. Yeah, no, the um, I do remember that show and that uh, and Storage Wars. That was a fucking huge one. You could almost yeah. bet someone's got a Storage Wars. So this is one hundred percent small town mentality shows to watch because. <laughs> Because also agree. very different people yeah. uh, from Massachusetts and from Ridgecrest, California. Yeah. Very different climates. Very different everything. 
except for everyone watched the exact same shows. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. everyone watched the exact same stuff at the exact same time. <laughs> Storage wars, the Tuttles screaming at each other as they make bikes. Yeah, talking about how this family will end today. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, like the the one dude just kind of like not giving a shit. Like, where man? Oh yeah, the fat one. Yeah, that who in my brain I don't remember his name, but it's Mikey because. <laughs> well, I think you're also thinking of uh, I think there is a fat Mikey in that weird show where they Pawn Stars. I think there's a fat Mikey in Pawn Stars, who's like the same dude. I feel like I feel like every fa- every family on TV. Oh got no, the his same name's dude. Chumley. Oh, his name's Chumley? Yeah, that's Chumley. Oh, fuck. Never mind that. I went down a rabbit hole of Pawn Stars not too Did long ago. Did you? When I had COVID, I watched Pawn Stars for a to- about 24 hours straight. Bro. Damn. Yeah. Were, you, were you doing the thing of like, like, they'd come in, you're giving your estimate, you're like, oh, that's worth that. Oh, much. dude, I was crushing. <laughs> no, I was doing really bad the first like three hours I watched it. And yeah. then after that, I was like, okay, so he's going to ask for this, but he actually wants this. Oh damn! Yeah. Damn. Oh, bro, I figured them out good. Yeah. I could go in there today and ruin them. Were you more on the side of the customer, or were you more on the side of uh, the store? The store, dude. I was always on the I, like every time the the store would be like, I can do. Uh, the guy's like, I'm hoping for like ten thousand. He's like, I can do twenty five dollars. I was like, fuck, fuck you, dude. Like I would, I would get so mad. I was like, dude, I hate you. I hate you. Give him more money. No, but the the customers often would annoy me. Yeah, the, some, yeah. The customers are sometimes brutal. Often the customers are like, "I need this much." Well, I can't do that because this is a worthless hunk of junk. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh no, it's not actually. Actually, it's a family heirloom." It's like, dude, I don't care if your great great grandpa loved this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no one else does. I feel so bad every time they're like, "No, dude, like my entire family is like loves this thing," and he's like. I don't give a shit. It's worth five dollars. Yeah, dude, that's exactly how I would feel too. <laughs> Somebody comes up to me and they're like, "I cherish this with my life." I'm like, "Ah, it's a coin. I do. It's worth exactly what it is." <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. A yeah. quarter's a quarter to me. Yeah, and then when the experts come in and they're like, "No, it's still worth trash," and the guy's still like, "I don't believe him." I don't. Yeah, he's not right <laughs> at all. Doubling down. Yeah, he's like, well, people would do that. They'd be like, that expert, that's not an expert. Yeah. They have no idea. Their, their actual background is in this. Are you serious? Yeah. Your actual background is in nothing. Yeah. Though. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Yeah. There was one where this dude had a book. He's like, oh, this book is one of the rarest books ever. Hmm. Unbelievable. You'll never find another book like this. They get the book expert lady who... Oh, by the way, oh my gosh, I was so excited that the book expert lady, I loved her. Okay. She comes down and she's like, yeah, this is a rare book. Been completely rebacked though. So not rare at all anymore. Like rear, like they've made it again. They, they redid the entire spine. They put a whole new cover on it. Oh, everything. She was like, yeah, see, look at it. This isn't, this is not the old book. So you can get some money for the pages, but. Oh my but god! This book is no longer the book you think it is, and the oh. guy's like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. He he was in her in front of her, being like, no. She's like, <laughs> dude, I thought she was gonna rip his throat out of his head, and then I was gonna be like, I love you even more. There's just something about you, <laughs> something about you, dude. Damn, I went there once. The the Ponsar place. They had a photon pack, and that's the only thing I remember. That was like the thing I wanted most from. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, they had like a uh, like a lighting up right like right in the corner, kind of like kind of like it's a soft flex right in the corner. You can't on your way out. You're gonna see it, 
but it's not hung up. It's not this main display. But I saw it sniped it, and I was like, "That's what I want. I want it so bad." I always wonder if, well, they have to for the show, but they they choose. They're going to be choosing specific things for us to see or not see. Oh, like yeah. cooler things are going to get people, more people to watch. They had like samurai swords, and they'd figure out if the samurai sword was legit or not. Yeah, and they'd have Ghostbusters stuff. They'd have something from Elvis himself. Mm. But you never saw them because of their demographic. It was never like this is the helmet of the Red <laughs> Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because they're not trying to get us they weren't trying to get us when we were kids they were trying to get our parents and grandparents yeah and our parents and grandparents were like oh gosh there's a few times they did pokemon cards and the amount of times they were like so what is this pokemon uh thing it's a card they're like yeah it's very expensive what do you mean it it is just that's like a dragon with a horn I was like, I can't stand you. Yeah. Please. And then the expert came in and he's like, oh, Pokemon cards? And I was like, the expert says Pokemon? Yeah, sure. Who says yeah. Pokemon? Yeah. Dude, grandparents say Pokemon. Yeah. And that, the what? The Pikachu? The Pikachu? Oh, the Pikachu. The Pikachu? Yeah, dude, if they just tossed in more, like, Power Rangers, you know, Super Sentai. Yeah. Maybe some Common Rider. So Ooh. we're watching a little Futo. Futo PI today. Yeah. Which is the extension of Common Rider. In is anime. it? Yeah. Oh, damn. This is the sequel. Well, there were a lot of sequels to Common Rider, but this is. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of Common Riders. But yeah, Futo PI is. Common Rider is a. Is it like a. Is like. I forget what they're called. The. What are the Power Rangers like? A, a, a drive from? A drive from? They're. The, the, the Power Rangers are Super Sentai. Super Sentai, thank you. I forgot you said it, and I was like, wait, what is it? Not Super Saiyan. Uh, yeah, the Super Sentai. That that Common Rider is a Super Sentai, or no? Oh, no. Because I thought I saw some Super Sentai looking stuff. Well, yeah, this. it's Tokusatsu, Satsu, or whatever it is. Okay. It's just Japan had a ton of these. Ah. Super Sentai specifically is what we took the. Uh. Power Rangers video from. Oh, okay. Like the the when they're in their Power Rangers suits, it's from that show. Okay. And we Americanized it. I thought that was the name of the typing of um No, that is the power that is the show. Oh, okay. But okay. the uh Tokusatsu is like this kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu is like I think it just means along the lines of a lot of effects. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it means, but it just Tokusatsus are the ones that have people in suits and a lot of effects and sparks and become big kind of things. Yeah. Like Gridman and Ultraman. Yeah. All that kind of stuff is 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 under that umbrella. It's okay. not all Super Sentai. Super Sentai is specific. My bad. I have learned. But yeah, we're going to jump into a little uh, Futo PI, see what it's all about. I'm a big fan of detectives. I fucking love detective stories. Love detectives. And this seems like a detective. He's come off a little common rider. He might pop back in the suit a little bit, but I just want to see him detect Horizon. <laughs> detect Horizon. Holy shit. <laughs> right into it. I yeah, thought it was dude. not going to be very much uh, detecting go, going on. Bro. Is his phone a taser? 
supposed to flick a taser. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> There's no fucking beer left. Where was she going? Damn. Damn. Bro, he's really hurt about that. Like, it's not always about cats, okay? Dude, running like a titan right now. Runs like the big guy in uh, prison. Prison. <laughs> Don't do that cool. to him. He runs just like him. No. Shame. <laughs> no, dude. Did you see her? I would totally want to see her again. <laughs> yeah, 100% fell in love with the girl who mugged you because love grows stronger when you're in situations of peril. <laughs> Why was she stealing? How can I help her out of this situation? I can fix her. <laughs> Justin, Justin, I think you're the toxic one. I'm the fixer. <laughs> it's not toxic if you're helping. <laughs> Those are paper clips in his hair. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I'm like if the next next person he talks to is not a man, I swear to God. He's walking up to all these girls. He's like, okay, so you seen a girl pink hair way cuter than you. Uh, yeah. You're like a seven. This girl, solid. I hope that phone breaks. Yes! <laughs> Dude, she's doing the Naruto run. That means you're faster. We got to watch out for her in the future. <laughs> yeah, dude. She's very big into finding uh, dirty magic in the city. Yeah, it's, it's really easy. Yeah, I'm already under her spell. Do you see if she has pink hair? Uh, we learned that she does not actually have a spell to make people fall in love with her. Just hot. <laughs> the spell is boobs. <laughs> Works every time. For two apps to one detective. You're a hothead that uh, likes to take pictures of himself. Not very good at detecting. I'm very strong. Good detective. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm just a detective. And <laughs> Damn. You walk around and talk to people. Hey, being, being a detective, you got to be sociable. Do you? <laughs> you're actually you're good looking. I'm good at being a detective. That's that's my thing. That's what I bring to the table. <laughs> is he good looking? <laughs> yeah, dude, he's gorgeous. Or does he think he is? I think he's gorgeous. Dude, he's out there just deciding that he's his own snack. <laughs> and he's getting turned down at every turn. <laughs> nobody's nobody's picking up what he's putting down. Deciding he's his own snack. Yeah, he looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, "I could eat that." <laughs> Nobody hey, else is you, though. I think you're winning if you wake up every day, look at the mirror, and be like, "Yeah, that's a damn good meal right there." Heck no, no shot. She ruined everything he believes in. That's that's what she's there for. <laughs> to, to humble him. That's her point in life is to make sure that he always knows he's not as good. That's the thing. You wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I'm perfect. You need somebody in your life to be like, are you? <laughs> are you? <laughs> and they point out specific things. Like, why is your hair two pom-poms in the back? Damn. Why do you take pictures of yourself with your hand on your hat at the pier? <laughs> is it is subconsciously, are you going to kill yourself? Is are that you? why you're at the pier? <laughs> Damn. Alone at night? He went there to kill himself, and then she messaged. He like he was like standing next to the water looking at it like, I think I could die if I just tossed in. And then he gets a little vibrate, looks down. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, I need a headshot from you because we need it for our business. And then he flipped open his phone, saw his <laughs> reflection, and saw his face in the phone. He was like, 
I'm too pretty to die. <laughs> how, could, how could I rob the world of all of this? This world needs more of these eyes, that <laughs> smile. Dear God. And then he sends it to her. She's like, are you fucking right. stupid? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I sent two of them, though. You saw both of them, right? Yeah. The second one was stunning. And then, and then the true piece of art walks over and says something weird, like, are you going to be the one to satisfy me? Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, horrifying. Yeah. In the best of ways. Yeah. And she also, uh, they brought him to that, that weird uh, sharring gun world where air vents became uh, RGB. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the RGB lights and all the fans <laughs> turn straight to red. He says, this is a world of streamers. Oh, my God. Oh, but edgelord streamers. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that only Super have like, the edge red ones. in the background. Yep. Because my, my computer right now is pink and green <laughs> with a splash of purple on my graphics card. I think some of mine are mostly like whites and blues. That's okay. what I kind of rock. I think that's my idol. Okay. That's usually where I just kind of chill. A little white and blue action. Yeah. Of course, during next month and October and stuff, I'm going to flip that baby to orange. And that's okay. where that's going to stay. Forever? Till, the, till Christmas. And then it's going to be green and red? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yep. Okay. I like festive. I like the, the festivities with my RGBs. You should always do it. You should find, cause since there's a day for everything. Yeah. Like, this is National Dog Day. Brown. Golden for retrievers. I like, We kind of went similar. I was like brown, golden. I was thinking of a light brown, but yeah, perfect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then on National Friend Day, you just put a picture of me in your computer. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's like yeah. laminated, like nice and framed. I'm just like, there you go. And then I come over and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Dude? Why is that there? It's National Friend Day. Well, take it down. <laughs> you went out of the way to get it laminated? <laughs> out of your mind. <laughs> Completely out of your mind. Yeah, man. I do appreciate that this show, it has the ability to go full common Rider. Yeah. It showed it in the intro. But he was all detective all day. Yeah. yeah. For a bit. I really liked that. It's like a t- show at the beginning. Like, this is where we could, at the drop of a hat, we could go action as fuck. And then we could just chill with it. We could just go normal. We could just go a nice, beautiful little detective story. I'm wondering if it has anything to do. It showed right in that beginning bit. He, he was yelling, Pops. His mm-hmm. dad was the detective. Mm-hmm. Right? And his dad obviously died. He had four bullet holes in his back. And then he fell through the ground of maybe, a building that was imploding maybe that's why he's not going common Rider Ooh. maybe there's a reason why he's not doing it that I'm, I can see the thumbnails in front of me I'm trying not to but a reason that gets resolved within the next two episodes <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't look at those yeah cause there's just he's just there yeah the uh, I also think that it, I think they're uh, the the friend or partner or brother question mark. The partner the he called yeah, him the partner. partner. He yeah. said he's a partner. Yeah, the uh, the partner is I think related to the power of his of his suit and how he kind of like becomes powered up because at the beginning it like seemed like when he like went behind cover and then his like I think the partner was the one who held open the suitcase full of like powers and stuff and then he he chose it and then they became. Um, they got suited up. So I think it's almost like he's probably the the battery source and like the source of the power itself. 
and then maybe combined they become the one who created it. Yeah, like like yeah, like they become like they become the warrior of of justice or wherever the name of of that dude was. Common Rider. Was that is that just Common Rider or is that is that another suit? He's that's him. Oh damn! I got nothing. That, yeah, Common Rider. Yeah, did they become Common Rider? I don't know the lore of Common Rider. <laughs> Common Rider wasn't Com- the one that I watched. I was gonna say Common Rider fans is in there like, yes. Damn it! You're really upset at me. I don't care. Damn. It'll be Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse, big Common Rider fan. Okay. It's like her favorite thing ever. Fuck. So if you ever want to get on Iron Mouse's good side, yep. Get some Common Rider paraphernalia. Yep. Mm, should you use paraphernalia as a word to describe things outside of drugs? Paraphernalia is just stuff, right? I think so. I've always Am I thought using of it as properly. Stuff? Yeah, it's just. It's just paraphernalia is of whatever specific topic you're discussing. I've always heard it that used as that, yeah. And then that's why you can say drug paraphernalia because it's drugs and the things that go with the drugs. Yeah, the paraphernalia is like the needles and the stuff that you use to tie off the tourniquet and stuff like the things that come with it. So yeah, yeah. yeah get some get some Kamen Rider paraphernalia for Iron Mouse. I'll do that. I'll send her some so she shouts out the stream and we get a billion followers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your way to the top, boys. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's uh, Justin's top tip for today is buy your way to the top. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> if either of us had money. <laughs> <laughs> I carried a whole coffee machine over so that I didn't have to buy coffee today to be prepared to, to Hey, record. was it a good cup, though? It was fine. All right, cool. That damn, <laughs> it was fine. It, it was, was fine. a cup of coffee. I would have liked milk. It, this is one thing that's rough for me right now. I haven't had milk. I haven't had milk mm. in like a month and a half. Holy shit, bro! You drink? love milk. The, the milk has been hit hardest, pretty much, by inflation. <laughs> no, the amount of anger I hold for that. I haven't been able to buy milk. It's so expensive. Yeah, I used to drink milk every single day. Yeah. I would drink a gallon a week. Hmm. I haven't had milk in more than a month. It hurts. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I I remember this this man over here would buy like different kinds and like he would he'd go through the milk section and be like, I'm feeling this because the, the thickness and the taste of it, this is the type of milk. You treated them like like sauces. You were just like, This is the this is the one that'll go with my with my day today. Yeah. I I would have sometimes I'd have multiple milks in the fridge. Because one of them was my drinking milk and one of them was my coffee milk. That's that's fucking sick. Yeah, I remember once uh, I was over at your house. Um, it was a long time ago, and you you were uh, you were making coffee, and then you know that I like my coffee like ice cream, and uh, so you you made my coffee, and I you were like, uh, I was you were like, do you want anything in it? I was like, oh yeah, do you have creamer? You're like, I got milk, and I was like, fuck, okay. I mean, it's all good. It's I didn't complain because you're at another person's house. It's all good. And then you hand me the coffee. I sipped it. I was like, this is better than any coffee I make. <laughs> I was like, this, it's fucking phenomenal. I do milk in my coffee. I don't do creamer. It was so good. Yeah, I did. I uh, that that being said, I now after that I tried to replicate it, and I was like, I don't understand how much milk he added. I fucking this sucks. I can't do this. Yeah, it's a nice little balance. You have to. You also have to know what other people's tastes are. Because mm. I can't make my coffee with my amount of milk and my amount of sugar in it for somebody else. Yeah. Especially because mine's a, a fair bit less than other people's yeah. ends up being. 
Because you're, you're like, you're adding it like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself a little bit of creamer. I mean, like a little bit of milk, a little bit of uh, sugar. It's a good time. I'm going for accentuation of flavors. I'm yeah. not going for beat coffee into the ground <laughs> and make it submit to my sweet. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. That's not, that's not my bag. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's not my bag. That is a good thing that, it's it's funny that every detective Every detective is stuck on coffee. Mm. You have to. It's like you have to. You're burning the midnight oil. You have to kind of hate yourself a little bit so you take it black. <laughs> to kind of hate you. Yeah, yeah, private investigators never never actually love themselves. No. Yeah, I think there's got to be a level of self-deprivation there. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I mean, this man, he thinks he's, be- he says that he thinks he's beautiful. Yeah. Talks Ooh. about that he's hard-boiled, but he actually hates himself to the point where he has to pretend that he is believes he's hard-boiled naturally you know this also reminded me i don't know if you watch sherlock holmes or sherlock the the bbc show no with benedict cumberbatch the whole setup for that first episode reminded me of the episode i believe it was hounds of baskerville okay from that somebody shows up and it's a mystical thing like witches this was witches and his was like otherworldly stuff all right. And he's really freaked out. And even they hadn't been getting uh, cases for a while. So he had been helping people get their pets back and <laughs> run away. Oh, no. So it's set up with, uh, no, cats. We're not just doing cats. We do other stuff. <laughs> but that setup was very reminiscent to me of the Hounds of Baskerville. Mm. I absolutely, uh, well, beginning this, uh, we, we we weren't sure how much, like, I guess Detective was going to be in it, especially at the, the intro. I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot of action. There's going to be intensity. Yeah, when I wonder the if they're going to go up, I was afraid. any of the tech, the Detective tropes. I will say, there's some, I think it's like cowboy movies. I adore Detective detective uh, stories, uh, like shows, movies. You've tried to get me uh, to read a book. Everyone, The way you've explained it was, I love Detective stories. And I very much appreciate that, just the if you described the setting of the beginning of this anime, well, after the intro, that intense battle, it was man alone on a pier, suit, nighttime, waves crash against the side, jazz plays, and then the dude just have inner monologue. Those are massive things that begin with so many detective stories. Yeah, I appreciated it. And then partway through, get up to the the quote unquote bad guy. Mm-hmm. How did you find me? Well, I turned this city upside down. Oh was, yeah. There was no residence that you could have been in. So what else could there possibly be? You were smelled too good to be somebody that lives on the streets. Yeah. So after that, I went to every homeless person in this city, gave them some stuff, asked questions. One guy finally told me, and just going down that roll of decks, yeah. cuts back and forth between faces, randomly cuts to the one extra guy who's like, oh, he's, he's hearing it for the first time too. He's like, this guy went to everything. Yeah, this guy, the guy's like, dude, I thought you like you. I met you the day before yesterday and you were just like, go home. We'll meet in the morning. We'll be ready to go. You did all of this in that meantime. How much coffee did you pound? <laughs> Holy he, cow. He just looks at him and looks at the guys. Yes. <laughs> Sips more coffee. Eyes are red. <laughs> Pitch black rings underneath them. Like, yeah. Yep. You talk to every homeless in the city. Everyone. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like that would be when the 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 girl back home would tune in on the phone and be like he, it's dramatic. He talked to four four homeless people. 
Yeah. He, just, he, he, he kind of narrowed it down. <laughs> triangulated it to an area that might have the best homeless people to, to ask. <laughs> she knocks about the same types of places often. Yeah. Also, I feel like in the homeless community, if there was someone bathing, like, I feel like they would kind of be like, be like, hey, guys, listen, I'm looking for um, uh, someone who uh, looks well, gorgeous. just asking, naked. where can you bathe for free? Yeah. And then that person was like, I've seen an angel bathing right down the corner like naked every day she's beautiful yeah it's probably that's probably what i'm looking for sounds about right <laughs> cracking set of tits yes that's her <laughs> yeah that's probably her <laughs> we we all gather in the morning to watch it's it's a daily routine she doesn't mind so yeah, we stay in the bushes she has no idea she yeah. does yeah she can fly yeah <laughs> what <laughs> she is an angel dude yeah that was cool I wonder, I'm really confused about the other world that they keep going into. Like, other, like that weird realm that she almost keeps bringing them into. Do remember, this is in the universe of a... Another full-fledged Pokemon, or not Pokemon, like Power Rangers type, uh, Ultraman type, (laughs) Gridman type show. Yeah. All of that exists in these kind of things. Yeah. I think it's a really cool idea of having that I get this is we might now be coming across as playing Kingdom Hearts 2 before Kingdom Hearts 1 type of people here. But because I've seen this first, I actually enjoy um, I guess something you always love is a smaller story. It's like he's a detective. He's not. I mean, he is he is the dude who fights the big bads. But he also like this story revolves around a small detective aspect instead of the massive grandeur explosions, uh, death everywhere so far. Anyway. It is a very, it's like a grounded version of the crazy shows that we know and love. Yeah. Which yeah. is good. I Yeah, I absolutely adore it's it. It's like he's running from something. Ooh. You can feel that within him, that he's running from himself. And it, that that's a huge detective trope right there. Yeah. Running away from my truth. Yeah. Bro, you should read A Borrowed Man <laughs> by Gene Wolfe. Is that the one that you've tried to let me read? Uh, I don't know. I've tried to let you read a bunch of books. Yes. I don't know if I've tried to let you read A Borrowed Man because I have it on Kindle, so I wouldn't have let you borrow it because it oh, yeah. would be – I would have given you my Kindle, and then <laughs> what am I going to read all my books on? Yeah. I guess I could just read some of my books, but – That's – what? Have you ever reread a book? Oh, yeah, besides Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Damn. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. I will. Well, I guess you don't even rewatch sense. movies. Yeah, I don't. I don't read many books, <laughs> and I don't rewatch movies. There's no way I'm rereading a book. Yeah, yeah. You barely, barely read. Yeah. Ever, I'm about to attempt to read more Dracula and or Frankenstein again soon. So, I just, I just a little bit ago was rereading the uh, the the first few Harry Potter books. Really? Just for funsies? Just like, just banging out some Harry Potter? Just to reread them. I haven't read them since I was in third grade. Yeah. Third grade, fourth grade, and fifth grade. Damn. Yeah, I always chose, uh, this is going to sound, that goes to show the difference in what we picked. I chose Captain Underpants when I had to choose a book. It was Harry Potter was the option. Captain Underpants a book? Mm-hmm. I thought it, it was, was in a there. comic book. It was, but it was in the book section. I was allowed to read that instead. Yep. And then, then I got to read The Watchmen. When? What grade was that? Ooh, going into high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. see, I was talking about 
third and fourth grade. I was like, there's no shot you're reading The Watchmen in fourth grade. No, no, no. I was just kind of going down the line of like when I got to choose comic books over books. Oh. Yeah. We had to do, in elementary school, we had to read books of our own volition and take tests on those books. Damn. In the library. Oh. And we had to meet a certain amount of points every every half year or we failed. Jesus. We, uh, I think my school, I mean, Massachusetts had apparently a good schooling and listening to my cousins and stuff and everyone around, like every other school. Yeah. Crushing it. They're doing great. They did the same things you guys do. Like there was, there was reading requirements. There was normal school things. And then my school was like every Monday, we just want you to read, please. You're not going to regret it for it. We just want you to enjoy a book. Please just open a book. Dang, dude. Yeah. They would like beg us. They gave us this. You know the 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 ball necklace thing that they put dog tags on, the one that's easy to yes, break. Yep, like the whole yeah. point of it's easy to break. They would give us a big one of those, and then every X amount of points you got, they gave you a book. That would go. It was a little plastic book with a with a ring on it that you'd put on the necklace. Hmm. To show your necklace would show how many books you've read and how many points you've gotten. God damn. I filled mine. I was going to say, yours was a monstrosity, I'm assuming. I filled mine. Yeah. To the point where when people who had the most books on their necklaces, they would bring up during school <laughs> things. And you would all stand up there and get clapped at. Oh, so no. There was, like, there was a few of us that they would just be like, okay, and this person, this person, Justin, you guys come up to the front, please? <laughs> stand up. They made you wear the necklace that day. Oh. Like, you have to wear the necklace because we're bringing you up. Yep. Was it embarrassing at all? No, dude, I was crushing books, I was going to say, bro. were you so excited? I was so proud. There it is. Oh, Dude, I walked around the fourth, the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter, 734-some-odd yeah. pages, whatever it was. Yeah. I was the only person that got 100% on the test for it. Damn. Yeah. Annihilated that. <laughs> that was a little bit after my fourth-grade teacher said, mm, I don't know if you should read Lord of the Rings because I don't think you're a good enough reader. Dude. And then I read Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, trounced it. <laughs> I looked her in the eyes. She's like, you should start with The Hobbit. I said, why should I start with The Hobbit? And she said, The Hobbit's for kids. And I said, then I'll do Lord of the Rings. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a kid. I was in fourth grade. Yeah. But in my head, yeah. I was a grown man. Oh, yeah, you proved And I could it. read whatever book I wanted to read. Absolutely. So I read The Lord of the Rings. Dude. That was the first time I read The Lord of the Rings. A perfect, I guess like a perfect representation of Justin, his entire life. Yeah. My favorite thing on earth, The Lord of the Rings, I read specifically because my teacher told me I couldn't. Damn. And then I fell deeply in love with all of it. Yeah. I, uh, I think on, uh, I don't know if you guys, I don't think you did, MCAS? That was a Massachusetts thing. Was it was like a standardized testing? I'm assuming the M and MCAS is yeah. Massachusetts. But it was this. I remember asking like, why doesn't anyone? Because I heard that teachers like, yeah, we're the only state that does this. I was like, why is it? Because we're a testing state or something. I don't know. But long story short, every year they had the same question at the end of the at the end of the MCAS. You had to write a little essay. It wasn't really about what you wrote about. It was the essay. But the question was, what uh, write about the book you read over the summer? And it was like, give an explanation or something like that. I never wrote about a book because I never read the book. Every year, every year, I rewrote the story of Dead Rising 1. I failed every year. 
I can't, I can't write to save my life, but I would tell the story. And in my head, every year, I was like, if I, if I write this well enough, because the story's so good. If I write this well enough, they're going to be like, this kid can't write for shit, but this story is so good. Give him an A. And it never worked. Never worked. I don't know. Every year I, I came, to, like, I never even thought about it. I wasn't like half of the year they're like, all right, guys, make sure to study for the MCAS. And I'm like, I'm ready with Dead Rising. It wasn't something I thought about. But doing the test, all of a sudden you get to, it's like the third day of testing, you get to that last page and you're just like, it's time. It's uh, two pages here. Time to explain the beginning of Dead Rising every year. Jeez. Yeah. So that, that really goes to show the level of, um, <laughs> when I, I was doing my AP English test testing, we had to go to the library and it had to be like people would watch over us to make sure that we weren't cheating. Because if one person cheats, then every single person in the class fails their AP exam. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. I almost got everybody to fail. Oh, no. Because I finished early with somebody else and I looked back and I put my hand up and did the little shake. Like, we're going to do rock, paper, scissors because I'm bored. Oh, okay. So we did rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, and we just sat there playing rock, paper, scissors. And one of the people, because somebody else comes, it's not just your teachers. Oh, They okay. come up and they're like, if you keep doing that, everyone here fails. And I was like, we're playing rock, paper, scissors. What are you talking about? Yeah. But that, our prompt, the prompt I had for the, the essay for it, each person gets a different one. They, they're very strict. One, all the, all the questions are different. Mm. It's four separate tests. So... <laughs> I don't know how we're cheating. Yeah. But the prompt was about tattoos. And it was about why do you think you shouldn't be able to get a job if you have tattoos? Okay. And I just looked at it like, why do you assume <laughs> that I think you shouldn't be able to get a job with tattoos? Yeah. So I wrote about the uh, like intrinsic issue with people not liking tattoos. Mm. and was very accusatory to the test. <laughs> and my entire essay was just shitting on people who don't like tattoos. Yeah. Needless to say, I didn't do very well on it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> because I can't, I mean, I had my thesis. I had all my points. I had yeah. everything going for me. But the question was for me to agree with them. Yeah. And I didn't. And I wasn't going to capitulate. No. I wasn't going to sit there and be like, yeah, no, I'll do this because because I want a good grade on the test. No, I wanted to tell them they're stupid. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yep. And English was my best subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I didn't do well on that. I crushed all of it. Yeah. And then that essay really brought me down. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was pretty angry about it. But I was mad at them for, for trying to force me into a ideology that I did not agree with. For a high school test. Like, get off me. Yeah. I remember there was a couple times I did that where I would write something. I was like, mm, I don't agree. I think uh, there was a Lord of the Flies one. I wrote about Lord of the Flies, and I was really pissed about the fat kid dying. Yeah. So I wrote about that, and I remember the teacher was like, "Very, you were very passionate about this. I was like, yeah. And then, oh, dude, I went off on Catcher in the Rye. I hated that book. Yeah, I wrote about how much I hated it. I was like, I think this book's terrible. I hated it. But I'm also the, the difference between you and I is like my there was no like I was crushing it with the thesis and all this like I was I was definitely a D student writing this, but I like to think that my opinions were valid, so you know, I was the only one to stand up in this in this sheep community of mine. I when 
Catcher in the Rye, Rye was a summer reading book. Mm-hmm. I came back. I forget. He had a phrase. The the kid had a phrase You're in that phony. book. Well, he had a phrase with a curse word in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was something damn something or other. And I didn't like it. I didn't finish it. He was being so mean to his sister that I got three quarters of the way through. He was being rude to his sister. I took the book and I fucking smashed it against the wall. Yeah, I threw dude. it as hard as I could against the wall and I didn't pick it up. Isn't it his little sister? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to keep going with that. I wasn't yeah. going to deal with the way he was talking to her. And I get into class, hated it. It was the first day back. The teacher asks what we thought of Catcher in the Rye because it's supposed to be one of the first books that's ever happened in American history. Mm-hmm. And I used his phrase because he says it about things he doesn't like. But oh, I was a damn piece of shit or something like that. Yeah. So I said it. And then I, she, the teacher started yelling at me for cursing in class. Dude. And I was like, it's a, it's a line from the book. You just asked us if we liked the book or like what we thought about the book. And I gave you a quote from the book. And she keeps yelling at me to the point where other kids in class started to just be like, yeah, he's quoting the book. Oh, I hate that. So uh, yeah. Everyone had to start coming to my aid because yeah. I was getting in so much trouble. Yeah. I was very mad about it. Like, that's another thing. I was just, what are you doing? Yeah. I quoted the book that you made me read. Dude. Oh, there's, I will say there's, there's something magical when you, you're, I mean, you have to go through some trials and tribulations there, but you, when you get the class to defend and attack the teacher, like the entire class has to tell this teacher, calm down, shut it down. Remember I was in history class. I was getting, uh, everyone did projects or whatever. And the teacher put me and my friends together. He hated us. And so he wanted to berate us when we did our project and then we went up there and we all agreed like I could do the talking because I, I don't mind public speaking um, uh, Jones would do the research Glenn would do like the, like we did different sections of the thing but then he as soon as we went up he was like I want all three of you to speak he's like I'm going to point at you and I want you to continue the project when I point at you and we were like that's not okay so I began and then he tells me to stop points at Glenn Glenn, Glenn was terrified he was like I don't like the public speak okay so he was talking and the entire time he's like, can you speak up? Is that all you have? I need you to give me more. Give me more oomph. Can you speak up like the entire time? And then the entire class just start, like one girl, really hot girl. I really had a huge crush on her. She speaks up. She goes, you didn't do this to anyone else. Why are you being such a dick? Dude. And he just turns around like, excuse me, about to attack her. And then the entire class, which now looking back at it. They were kind of okay with us getting berated, but the second he turned to her, they were all like, "Hey, dude, shut it down." No, they just needed one person to speak up. That's oh, okay. How, that's all how right. it always is. That's fair. You that's just fair. need one person to start, and then everybody else feels safe enough to be able to do it. Yeah. Now looking back at, it, there was another. Te- there was it was like one of those weird things. Where, I don't know if you had this. Where like we had a teacher, but there was like an older uh, has been through the ringer teacher in the classroom. That's his room, but this new one is like kind of learning the ropes. So they have like him like chaperoned, I guess. And the bigger teacher never chimed in. He just sat there doing his thing. I'm like, dude, this, this guy's getting like the t- the class is turning on this teacher. And th- I'm assuming the older teacher's going to give him a talking to later. Yeah. The older teacher's sitting there like, you gotta learn. Yeah. You have to go through this. Yeah. I thought you were a dick too. <laughs> you just can't be doing this. There's yeah. more of them than there are you. So damn power in numbers. It's true. They will eat you alive. I'm going to get into the Jotos. Let's do this. I've gotten like 70 emails since this podcast started. (laughs) Oh, no, dude. 
It's so annoying. <laughs> All right. Uh, to the the Tokusatsu to adapted shows were something that I loved as a child. I think all of us loved as a child. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers. It's an adaptation. VR Troopers. I don't know if you know I what that is, but VR it. Troopers was a big thing for me. Beetleborgs. Yes. All of that stuff. Uh, Common Rider was only toys for me, though. I don't know if there just wasn't an American adaptation of it. Because the American adaptation completely changes everything. Yeah. They change the story. They have the American stuff shot, and then they just put in the fights from other things. Yeah. And they'll even they'll even pull together multiple seasons of a show to just find the fights that they want. Damn. It's it's insane how much Saban did for the the American entertainment stuff. Agreed. But but the common rider black figure. Okay. I had that and then I had the VR Troopers figure, which the VR Troopers, that's what the American version is called. I don't have any idea what the Japanese version of that show is. Yeah. VR Troopers was really bad and apparently the Japanese show was very good. Really? It like it had like Shaden in it or something like that. It was it was Space Space Ranger Shaden, I think it was some. But it was very it had it had dark themes to it. It mm. was about like life and death. It was about our concept of how our brains are could I don't know. It was about all these different things. And yeah. then VR Troopers was just you could do video games. <laughs> I saw a JonTron video on VR Troopers. So that's my knowledge of that show. Oh, really? Yeah, he did a. Did he uh, talk about the difference between them? No, he just went on to because uh, he his whole bit for a little bit of his YouTube channel was just kind of like watching something and just kind of like joking about how silly it is or how bad it is. Uh, and I I eventually learned that he he does nitpick certain things and then uh, show things that because for the joke that he's trying to portray he'll show that. Uh, so I don't really know anything about the show other than the fact that he thought it was bad and it was bad. It was uh, there were things that I was like, God damn, this is. It was bad. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff those shows... I, I mean, I'm grateful for Power Rangers. I think Power Rangers is still great. Agreed. But the way that stuff in, in America was we would take those shows and then we would make it for an American child audience. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it was these are very bright, flashy costumes that we can sell toys of. Mm-hmm. That's the main driving force of all of those shows that came out in the 90s was we're going to make all of our money off toys. Even even the Power Rangers movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, was... Uh, did you know the reason why they had different rangers, different people playing the the rangers? Black Ranger was a different person. Yeah, why? Yellow Ranger was a different person. They were not going to have the movie production be union. And they were still paying them dog shit. So the the people who play the Black Ranger and the Yellow Ranger and all them, yeah. they're like, yeah, we're not doing it. Oh. If, if you're not going to, we're, we're doing a full movie going to uh, Australia or wherever it is to film. Yeah. It's going to be big budget across in, in across the world. And you're going to pay us $500 an episode? Or five hundred dollars, or a thousand dollars for the whole thing? No, we're not going to do that. You can give us a new contract, or you can get somebody else. Uh, damn! And then there was so much, there were so many problems while making the movie that they were also filming the TV show while they were finishing filming the movie. Oh, so 
chalk that up to another reason why <laughs> yeah. they should have been getting paid more and had if they were in the union they wouldn't be able to do that yeah they wouldn't be doing that to them yeah damn that um, sucks but that's the kind of stuff like we would just take a property specifically Saban Entertainment they mm-hmm. knew that they would be able to make a ton of money off marketing and all that stuff uh, off toys and we'd completely change it. We did the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. We did the yep. same thing with a bunch of anime back in the day. Yep. Anime back in the day was, okay, we have to take what they did because it looks cool and it looks like we'll be able to make money off it. And then we completely change it. We take stuff that we don't like out of it. For some reason, they had guns in people's hands in the Japanese version. And then in America, they were like, you know, take the guns out. Wait, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh or, or Power Rangers? Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, there's stuff where people are holding a gun out, and then they change it to not holding anything. Yeah, well, even the out. one of the biggest parts, which is now a joke in this uh, in this community Cast as well. The shadow yeah, realm. the Shadow Realm yeah, was shadow just realm was death. death. You die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they made it like a nice little, oh, you're just going to the Shadow Realm. And then a, a few people would come back. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, it was just you're going to die at the end of this fight. <laughs> Um, and I think that something that has changed for us today is how easy it is to get entertainment from all around the world. Yeah. I mean, the internet was not something that I even really cared about. No. Through middle school, even the internet was, I get to go home and instant message my friends and change my, MySpace top eight. Yep. Wait, that was, uh, I remember, I even remember the conversation with my friend talking to him about like, Yeah. I think I might do a start on MySpace. And, and he was like, dude, I thought, like, don't kids get like brutally like molested on there? I was like, no, dude, what? they don't. Yeah, like, it was a whole, it was like people are terrified. It was like, no, dude, people get your info. They like, people try to uh, sex traffic you. Like, they just, we didn't know. We knew nothing about it. All we knew is that you're putting info on the internet. So yeah, I, was like, I wouldn't put my full name on. No, I think I put like a silly name, but then I was like, I think my whole thing was like, if you know me, you know it's me. Yeah. My name so. was Mr. Redemption. <laughs> But it was oh, also, yeah. it was uh, Mr. and then capital R, lowercase e, capital D, lowercase. There like you go, yeah. I did that across the whole thing. Because I, the... played, I played beer pong with people one time, and my team was losing really bad. Yeah. And you always get the redemption shot. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're going to win on you, you get the redemption shot to see if you actually lose. Naturally. And I just crushed every redemption shot until we won. <laughs> so then, like, the entire party, and it was in a different city. Yeah. Like, I was I was a kid. Oh, damn. And <laughs> I, was, I was in a different city with people at a party, so I only knew, like, two people there. But the entire party was just like, just yelling Mr. Redemption the whole yeah. time I was playing. And I was like, this is my new thing. This I am Mr. I am. Redemption forever. Didn't stick. Um, <laughs> I thought it would. I thought from then on I'd be known as Mr. Redemption, but especially since my hometown didn't know. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm Mr. Redemption. I would tell the story at school. Yeah. I was like, this is why I'm Mr. Redemption. Thinking that they'd be like, that's true. Yeah. Let's call him that from now on. No, just stuff like Just Crust. Da- Damn. Yeah. Damn. No, but I think uh, I think that this is a nice. It's a it's a testament to where we're going in terms of entertainment being global. Hmm. That they have things called dual casts, right? Where it's just it comes out in America at the same time it comes out in Japan for anime. Whether or not that's dubbed or subbed Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. We don't have to go through some random. 
some some random company like WB with the old whites up there. Yeah. And like, no, we got to take this, and we actually got to change it a lot for our kids yeah. because our kids are just vastly different. Uh, <laughs> mm. There's some cultural differences, sure, but yeah, I think there's a reason why people really like anime, and it's because it's not the drivel that you pump into our faces every day yeah we get to have a little bit of a respite from the same messages constantly i mean maybe that's why a lot of people like a lot uh kind of switch back to like watching old shows that we loved in the japanese uh uh like the way it was made is because then it wasn't all the dribble that we that we were given oh dude some of it's hilarious though like i still just watch normal are you you yeah oh yeah hilarious to me I love it. I love it. It also reminds me of being a kid. Yes. Because it's just so wild. Really? The dub? Yeah. Yeah. There's just like massive parts cut out. (laughs) Some stuff makes absolutely no sense. You're like, Tia, what are you doing? Why are you crying? Why are you? Yeah. Really, she had a gun to her head. Oh, no. Yeah, but in ours, it was just a dude standing there in a room with her. And she's like, <laughs> tears flowing down her face. And like, you, how dare you? It's like, what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> You're just so confused. You're like, this is very heavy. Not 100% sure why everyone's crying and screaming. You know, no, yeah, he had a that. gun to her temple. They were editing that. And they were like, did you get rid of the gun? Yeah. Does it still make sense? Yeah. All right, yeah, that's fine. Send it out. All right, cool. There we go. Yeah, well, I mean, our version gets, this is what's weird about it. It feels much more rapey than it does. Dude, yeah. shot. So, like, that's where the scary part comes from. And in my head, you know what? I'd rather have the kids see somebody maybe pointing a gun to somebody's face. Yeah. And being like, okay, so get rid of the gun. How do we make it seem seem like she should be scared? I don't know. Like, he's going to fuck her? <laughs> like, how is that the thing that you decided that the kids should watch instead? <laughs> that seems vastly worse to me dude oh it's terrible yeah i i, I don't remember a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, so I, I can't really attest to it we watched it like seven times yeah i know but i just this this show and a lot of shows that we've watched uh, like i said i don't know if common writer had a changed version for america or if you wanted to watch it you just watched the japanese version mm. on vhs or something yeah on dvd but to be able to watch the show as it's made and not have it filtered through some weird cultural shift with the only thought being, how are we going to monetize this on the back end? Yeah. Uh, it's the entire reason that some stuff, Beyblades, was made specifically to sell Beyblades. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It wasn't made to be a show. It was specifically made to sell Beyblades. God damn it worked, too. Oh yeah, dude, I, I love Beyblades. Mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't uh, in any of my circles. I don't think I had any toys of Common Rider. Um, I I did have a Beetleborg, so there was a level that, like, they got to me even though I never even consumed the content. Never watched Beetleborgs. You never watched Beetleborgs? Never. Wild time that is. But <laughs> uh, but I had. I had a toy. I remember I had it because it looked weird to me. It was a Power Ranger with a beetle thing on his face. I was like, this is... And and so I did the thing I used to do with, if I had a toy that wasn't entirely... I didn't know any lore behind it. I was like, I'm just going to make this up. This is my lore now. Um, this is the evil Power Ranger. He is, he's evil. He's like the normal, but weird. So he's going to be evil. Yeah, and so I... I 
I think like seeing that it definitely worked for getting attention of kids who never even consumed the product and that would just crush. Uh, I feel like uh, Common Rider probably was in circles that I didn't I didn't see. Probably just there was around me. I never got it. Um, but I think Common Rider probably did a a good job at exactly what they marketed for, creating it to sell the product. I think that. Oh, I think Common Rider was actually not that. I think Common Rider really a good you show. Think, you think okay? Do you think it? I don't. I don't know if we'll ever get the truth to this, but do you think it was made for the purpose of selling, and then it just happened to be a great show? Well, the Japanese shows that are like this are yeah. made to be shows. A lot of them were supposed to be entertaining shows. Hmm. I'm talking about Americanized versions of stuff. Was we saw that they had a thing that was selling well there. How hmm. do we bring it here, and it's vibrant and bright, and now we can just get it to for kids to buy our stuff. You don't think they do that in Japan at all? They do that in Japan, but they they want to make good shows. We didn't care That's about true. making a good show. We cared about the cards being sold. Yeah. We cared about all this other stuff. Yeah, it's true. But that that was an entire genre over there. Yeah. Look at all of the shows that were made in that ilk. Yeah. It was that that was like I don't even know what our equivalent is here. That was like <laughs> our NFL. Yeah, yeah. I still want to have good games. I st- I every time I ever see like an artist's uh, like desk at work or anything like that over in Japan, you you will see something of like Common Rider, Ultraman, uh, Power Rangers. You will see like a figurine, a statue, a mask. You will see an homage to it. And I'm like, oh, fucking everybody loves this shit. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was they were just making shows. Yeah. I was and like, all, yeah, Walker, Texas like, Ranger for me as a kid. I watched that all the time. <laughs> it was a little too old. And then if me. somebody if somebody was going to make it in a different country because they were like, oh, we're going to have Walker, Texas Ranger, they'll sell like hotcakes. <laughs> I don't know why, but but this stuff will sell like hotcakes. Anyway. They'd probably change a bunch of the stuff that was happening in it, just like we did to all these shows. I can't imagine Walker, Texas Ranger fucking being anywhere than America. Dude, Walker, Texas Ranger was the Power Rangers of Texas. <laughs> don't <laughs> Don't even try. Did you watch? You didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of it when when Grandma had it on. Yeah, that was dude. <laughs> that was that was crouching tiger, hidden dragon, in the south. All right, in the south. Yeah, they had full. They had slow mo fight scenes in it. Everything. Yeah, they just didn't have the sparks. That's the only thing that was missing. He had a duster and no sparks. <laughs> But that was 100% Power Rangers for America. <laughs> I get damn I really wish I watched more of it. Oh, I loved that show. <laughs> loved it so much. But yeah, I, I, the the only reason I had a Common Rider toy was because I thought it looked cool. Yeah. It was a fig that was next to the Beetleborgs because I did watch the Beetleborgs. Yeah. Next to the Power Rangers, next to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Next to my VR Trooper guy. Still, he was yeah. one of my favorite toys of all time. I never. Yeah. He looked so cool. He looked so cool. I don't think I had a VR Trooper character uh, action figure. Yeah, it was the main one because there were three, three in the group. Just like Beetleborgs was also three. Hmm. I think it also was a isn't a test to how like I didn't have any toy stores. I the when I got toys, it was because like at a Walgreens, to- they had a toy section, and there were like three or four action figures in there, and you got whatever they had. Lord knows they had a Power Rangers. Probably had a wrestling action figure at some point. And then a G.I. Joe. It was probably the three things you could get. 
And so I was kind of at the exact same three things you can get at Walgreens now. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Now, hey, you probably get a Fortnite character somewhere. We're not going to talk about that. Damn. Okay. Well, then uh, let's get into my my topic. Tage's topics? Yes. Tage, Tage, Tage. So the detective is a huge character typing that we've seen a bunch through media, the video games, uh, TV shows, regardless, uh, the broken down detective or the PI who gives everything he has for this city. Uh, it's one that we've seen time and time again. I believe it's largely stemmed from after World War II, men had very little training outside of war and they didn't know where to put it or how to, how to uh, contribute to the society. So they went with becoming a police officer and eventually bit uh, into a detective. Um, and I think, and I was kind of going with uh, the idea of like, because I've asked this before, of like, do you think anime could tackle this trope? And I think they can. I don't think that's the question, because I think they absolutely can. I think they crushed it in this too. But if we're gonna go the really classic noir detective, like uh, black and white, like blaring jazz, the kind of tropes that this one played with a little bit, um, do you have a? I was I would say studio, but also if you have like a, a team that you like or even a, a director of anime that you like, do you do you have anyone behind the helm that you think could take on a noir setting for an anime? There's think- there's a show called uh, I think it's Bacchanaro. Bac- that sounds super familiar. What is Bacchanaro? What is that? I got to Um, you start talking real quick. I have, yeah, to, yeah. I have to find it. It's a show that that takes place in um. Chicago in uh, like the time of gangsters and stuff. Yeah, I uh, I absolutely because I, I was thinking of like cause I played uh, L, like L.A. Noir and stuff uh, when I was younger and like I, I absolutely love the setting and I think in an anime I think I've seen a black is there a black and white anime I can think of? I can't really think of any but I do think uh, the black and white really sets the tone for noir um, and I think the uh, the level of of intensity and and the seriousness could be a really nice uh, addition to to anime. I think I would actually go. It probably look better in an old '90s style. I think a '90s style kind of um more realistic look. Anime's '90s style. Yeah, I was just trying to think of like how, what could suit the story the best, and I think a black and white anime style, uh, a '90s style, would look really nice. Um, almost ghost in the shell aspect like that that kind of like uh, production quality but also st- art style I think the characters looked um, realistic or I get this could actually I think I've never seen the show it might actually be this trope already is Cowboy Bebop I think Cowboy Bebop plays a little bit into the detective aspect I don't know the show much yeah it does it does alright cool yeah and then I think probably they they would probably tackle it pretty well but I think it wouldn't have to be too long of an anime and then um, I remember you uh, you brought up another um, a studio that well, you liked. Kyoto Animation is like my favorite studio, but Hyoka is already a detective show. That's why I laugh when you I, we right before you were like uh, that studio. I was like Hyoka is literally detective just without the without the jazz and the black and white. It is a detective story. Well, <laughs> Don't you I... haven't watched Hyoka. That's true. That's true. That's fair. So. You can't say that it doesn't have those two things, Damn. and you may or may not be wrong that it doesn't have those two things. <laughs> okay. Did you did you find out uh, anything about the show? Yeah. No, okay. I can't. I can't look that fast. Like it yeah. just there's 
It's it like was the, the one where the dancing, The 50 right? of them that have... No, no. This oh. is like Tommy guns, and they're blowing each other's smithereens what? in stores and stuff. Damn. I was thinking of the banana one. No, banana fish, very different. Dude oh. comes back from war. He has PTSD, stuff like that. Yeah. Did, no, do you think I was wrong with the... That's that's where I've seen almost every time I've seen like a detective story or like a detective thing. They're usually someone who has been in war. They were in the draft and then they came back and they're like fighting the demons that was either Nam or no, I don't think Nam. Nam was too late. Uh, World War Two. Um, sometimes I okay. think mainly the stuff that I've seen is they are retired police officers, so they still have the ends with their um. with the precincts and stuff like that. But now they're a PI, and. They had been a detective, and this is what they do now because they thought they were going to be good in retirement, but retirement isn't uh, – they're not getting the money that's necessary, and they're a grizzled old dude who yeah, just needs to make it. His offices are in a bad building, but he keeps his own office kind of clean itself. Yeah. You walk in, and the room doesn't befit the building it's in. Yeah. It's so funny that like even like I've noticed that we both do it when we're talking about the tropes of detectives is that we do the to do like the almost like the um the change in our voice when we start naming the tropes. Uh and it's like uh, when I said it was like, you know, on a pier. Like I immediately went to the place and then you right there you're like, but it, you know, he keeps it kind of clean cuz you know the world outside's hard to control, but his world he has control of. Like yeah. I love that Except we both got files kinda, do have coffee stains on them. <laughs> I love that we both like slip into the character that is the detective a little bit. Almost like we're reciting the inner monologue. It's nothing better. I love it. That's all all you can do. Yeah. As a detective. <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of noir stuff. I think noir has changed over time. Um because noir started in black and white movies. Yeah. The the genre of noir was in black and white movies so there is a very big black and white aspect to it but nowadays film noir is like an art more about the story and the artistry of it than it is about yeah being black and white I would say Out of the Furnace is film noir Out of the Furnace yeah can't remember to save my life Christian Bale oh uh, the younger it's not when he went really skinny, is it? No, that was to The Machinist. Okay. There's, oh, The Machinist, he did the really skinny in The Machinist, and he did really skinny in the boxing movie. Yes. Okay. Um, what What's the dude, the dude who, the new, not, not the newest Batman, but the Batman from the Justice League, what was his name again? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, the younger, Casey Affleck is in it, so. Oh, okay. Casey Affleck, Christian Bale. Uh, the girl from Avatar, the not the last Airbender. Yeah, I do know her. Z- no, Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Zaldana. Zoe Zaldana. Yeah, yeah, those those three are in that in that yeah. movie. Really good. I would Sounds say like that's a good noir movie. noir film. Hmm. Would you say uh, there was um? It, it, I remember looking up noir, and for some reason this came up was because I guess it had a detective in it. Um, the the movie with uh, Hugh Jackman and what's his name? Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, the one where Prisoner his daughter or something. Where it is. his daughter, yeah, dies. Yeah, she was like kidnapped and stuff. Yeah, and so like they're they're doing the whole thing, and but like that was in the noir section. And I remember read like watching it, going like, "This is a good movie," but I don't know if I mean. Yes, yeah, what I'm saying, noir is not. Yeah, it's a very it's a much bigger branch of what the, a lot of people just toss noir on there sometimes. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really... I always assume noir Film was... noir is grungy and dark and... Okay, maybe that's what, that's what it is nowadays. It's just like if it has a grungier and dark, maybe um, a heavier weight to it. Yeah. Huh. I've always, I always considered noir was almost entirely detective and figuring stuff out, uh, like through clues. Yeah, I don't think noir is specifically detective. Yeah. Okay. That might have been the the type that they did back then because it was a way that movies back in the day during black and white times they couldn't cover a lot of topics. That's <laughs> true. There yeah. weren't a lot of things they could show or do. Yeah. So, having that detective thing was. That was the breakout, and then they had to call it something, so they called it noir. Mm. But the, I think the new, the not the new, the old Watchmen movie. Oh was yeah, film noir. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? Rorschach. 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 Like a Rorschach test. Yes. You went off the spelling of it, which is interesting. <laughs> In your head, you spelled out Rorschach, and it had a ch at the end. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's, when see, you do that, do you show. see it on a piece of paper? Is it like you see it on a piece of paper? You yeah, see, I see the, the word. Comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never watched the entire movie. Gotcha. Yeah, it was on at someone's house, and I was like, "Isn't this a comic book?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's a movie." I was like, "Oh shit!" And I never, I never cared. Yeah, I watched part of it, but I was with my then girlfriend watching it. Okay. Oh no. No, it was like five other people were there with us. Oh, uh, okay. But we just stopped watching the movie because it was it was a bunch of couples in high school yeah. sophomores in high school we didn't really care <laughs> anymore we were just like yeah that's a movie yeah it's, it's uh, on let's just start walking around the neighborhood now because oh, that's we're what bored. you do yep damn I uh I think uh I think a a noir setting is a good setting for anime I feel like this one did a really good job at giving little bits of noir but also, I would hope that it was a really good... I mean, the beginning, awesome action scene. That was sick. And so I think there's a really good use of both tropes. Kind of like... Well, yeah, hopefully I think just feeling grounding, grounding the story. Mm-hmm. So that it has it has a, a more of a heft to it from the start. So that when you fold back in mm. the, the old show, the common Rider, the suit and the powers and everything... It still has a heft to it, and there's a there's a weight to people possibly dying. Yes, you know. Yeah, Power Rangers. There's no weight to death. No. There's like the putty. They don't. It doesn't matter if they die because they're not things. They're mm-hmm. just objects. So it started off with that weight, so that it can carry it through. Yeah. The rest of the story. Even though they never talk about, by the time the Power Rangers get to a scene, they've the monsters have probably killed at least a thousand people. No, they didn't. No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Just no, they didn't. Okay? <laughs> just, just no, they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> but they're right? usually fighting in like rubble. Like they're, they're... they didn't. Okay. Everyone's safe. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Absolutely. Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Everyone's safe. Zordon made everybody safe. Big floating head. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think that'll bring us to a close on this episode. Thank you all for being here. As always, we hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. We'll see you next time. Bye.